Yo, welcome back to another episode of the 54 Worms Club podcast. We've uh, we've been pretty few and far between recently, haven't we, boys? Yeah, we've been... We've been uh, don't take it personally, Storm. I just don't like uh, it, mate. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, we all hate football at the minute. Pretty reasonably, fair enough. Um, how are we all? All right, Paul. Thanks for asking. How are you, more importantly? I'm all right. I'm staying in absolute dive in Bournemouth. Might get myself down to the Vitality soon, if I can. <laughs> Have you seen oh, yeah, Jack it's Wilson? Blue Monday. It's Blue Monday. It is Blue Monday, you know. Yeah, it's the bluest Monday I've ever had, I think. <laughs> wow. You've got representing it, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Wrapping the blue. No yeah. cap. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> I thought he blending into that picture behind this is green. Well, this, is, this, this is the bluest fucking blue, mate. <laughs> uh, big congestions had all of us absolutely sparkled. There's been that many games, we don't know how to keep up with them. And so yeah. we're just going to have to comment on this weekend's football. Uh, the running order, what we're going to go through. Liverpool and Man U play out the most predictable nil-nil in history of nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Man City flex their muscles with a 4-0 thrashing of Palace. Every single goal, absolutely paying. I think we're all... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Spurs ease past a sloppy chef United and Dumbele scoring an absolute worlder. I find it hard to celebrate teams beating Chef United. I, I reckon yeah, us four would give it a fucking yeah, good go with well, I, I kind of put it up further up in the up in because uh, we need to talk about Kane Watch. We do we do need yeah, to talk about Kane Watch. Kane Watch yeah. is very uh, Money Mace, obviously. Money Mace. <laughs> 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 It was the only goal in the huge derby of the weekend. Well, the Rossi fucking also wrote a fucking stunk. <laughs> yeah, it did. Leicester, <laughs> team did. The big West, West London derby. Reserving myself for this guy, right? Let's... Leicester climbed to second with a win against Southampton. Goals, a peng finish from Madison and Harvey Barnes. Mm. He seems to have sorted his finish. Ticking along nicely this season. Yeah, he's ticking. Mm. That's his tenth goal in all appearances. I'm sure we'll talk about more more about that later. Uh, Big, Big Sam pulls off a masterclass as West Brom beat Wolves at the Molyneux three two. The Black Country Derby. The Black Country Derby. Big Sam <laughs> is actually also a Wolves fan, so I bet inside he was gutted. Is he actually? <laughs> is he really? I did not know that. Storm. It's from Dudley. Yeah. Dudley. I've never known that. From Dudley. Dudley. From Dudley. From Dudley. <laughs> Dudley. <laughs> uh, and then the last two games, we've got West Ham 1, Burnley 0. Great. No one cares. Safe. <laughs> that, that will be the easiest game roundup we've ever done. Uh, Leeds 0, Brighton 1. I'm going to touch on a bit on Leeds because I've got some beef. Yeah, you hate Leeds, don't you? But uh, who wants to kick us off with the fucking most nil-nil of all nil-nils. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I start yeah, and just, say, just say... Come on, it's been a long time. Let's get into it. Oi, like, seriously now, like, how many of the worms all said, yo, this is... Like, we even put it on the official Twitter channel, like, yo, this this is going to be a nil-nil. And no one backed it. No one put a bet on nil-nil. No one did. But, but you know why, don't you, Gut? Because none of us condone gambling, mate. Oh, yeah, six four women do not condone that gambling. No, one of us condone winning any money. This is not <laughs> obviously just hate winning. In it, we should have all done it really. We, we all we've said it for 
We've said it for about four weeks now that this will end up being a no no when it comes to. Mm. Yeah. Just, as soon as they did, oh, you know, all that the, hype um, build up for no. As soon as they did the FA Cup draw and we got United there as well. And then it sort of started there, didn't it, with like a couple of specials and then Premier League years would be on and they, they were showing all the Liverpool Uniteds over the years and, you know, Jersey Dudek, get, Jersey Dudek getting buoyed off by some bum. Um, and that shy. And that, oh, just, <laughs> it, never, it, never, it was never going to be a good. You can remember, you know, when it was um, United played Man City and it was an absolute fucking snooze fest. When? This season, oh, yeah, this season. This season. They basically... Yeah, it's, got... the same, it's the same when United play Chelsea. All, mm-hmm. all the big games stink at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's because obviously the league's so tight and I feel like a lot of big teams, Don't want the likes of Man United and Spurs and um, I'm not going to say Chelsea, but like even Villa and Leicester, they probably all feel like they've got a chance. So these games that were like a bit of a free hit like last season where anyone that went to Anfield last season was like, well, we're most likely going to get beat, but we'll get it a go. Whereas this time it's like, well, if we can get a point out of them, it's going to be knocking them off the, um, the race to win the league. So I think that's what Man United... I think Man United were quite happy to draw last... Um, well, well, this is the thing, mate. This is the thing. Because you know when they did... Well, when they did the, uh, the post-game interviews, right? Someone I mentioned in the, uh, in the WhatsApp group. They did the post-game interviews, and I normally could not care for them. But I seen Klopp with a bit of a smile on his face that we'd dragged through a nil-nil. And Ollie, pure fucking fuming that they'd only got a point. And that, for me... You know, for this, it was season, interesting to it, speak, like it speaks volumes, mate. It speaks volumes based on where we are right now. Klopp is very, very happy, I think, with just being there and thereabouts this year because we ain't got any fucking players, and that's why. Um, I yeah, think I if, if we if we had players, he'd have been fuming. If we had Van Dyke and Gomez, he'd have been absolutely spitting with a nil nil. He'd have been so angry at it, but because we are where we oh, are. Oh God, yeah. I think point. if it, if you'd have had them on, you'd have had them to on. I um I've got a little thing about Ollie at the minute. I think he's slowly starting to dream. He's to his top of the league. I know, no, I know that. But I mean, he cannot. At the beginning of the game, they asked him a question, and there was he was like, "Well, of course you've got to be in it to." Well, he didn't say in it to win it, but he said something along those lines. And then after it, he was sort of saying, "Play not playing it down," but he was sort of smiling and being like, "Well, I wouldn't say that." title contenders yet yeah, but we, we want to be up there at the end of the season and he was just dying to say we're coming for all of you fuck all of you this is yeah it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one because I still don't think that Manu have got the quality to win the league but they're not going to win the league mate if if they're going to do it not losing teams like Liverpool especially away it's a perfect way to fucking set themselves up I think they've it, got the quality to win the yeah. league and I've said it a few times I do I genuinely do. I just don't think they've got the right man in charge. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I can't fault him this season. He's fucking currently top and three points above us, so I'm not going to slate him like I've done at the start of the season. But um, I think a game like that, you could have looked at um, uh, the form that they've been in the last two months, I'd say, especially away from home this season. And it'd been a big game from when they could have folded. I know I jokingly said that they've not got past semi-finals under Ole. And this game would probably feel a bit like a final for Ole. So I imagine he'd fail. But a point against Liverpool that I know Liverpool aren't the fucking form of the life at the minute. Uh, I don't think we're bad defensively, but going forward, we're short, massive. Not short as in like players, but I just mean 
just, it's, it's just that like far, that final ball between them. I think, yeah, falling short of expectation. I think yeah, it's like, important. it's just sometimes you just need a bit of luck to well, get them going I, again. I, but... um, I do believe that with every clock team that's happened in the past, there is a period where everyone's just fought. Yeah, the season, the season, the season right. left. Just, don't think, mentally, just think mentally, you got pushed to 98 points. Obviously, you won the Prem after, the season after, but if, imagine going that season thinking, we've still got a fucking chance here to win this league. Getting pushed to 98 points and losing it by one. And then next season, pushing the entire season to then win it. You won the Champions League the season that you didn't. It, I just think they, they must be mentally knackered. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the Liverpool think, players. And it's not nothing bad about it, but because Liverpool have got arguably the best team on earth at the minute. Yeah. But you can tell a lot of the performances that some of the players are putting out. I will, will say though, Fabinho looks like he'll never get mentally tired ever. He's unbelievable. Yeah, Fabinho is a monster, man. Fucking absolutely unbelievable. I seen a tweet earlier saying it was from a Chelsea fan. I can't believe we signed Bakayoko when Fabinho was yeah. there. The thing is with Fabinho, he's had he's had um, experience of playing right back and centre back and so forth. Yeah, I do. Know, yeah, I understand. So that. it's not like it's not fully unnatural to him, but I agree, he's been phenomenal there. And I think I it think does. He's been your best player this season. I've got yeah, I think him and Robbo have been very consistent this season. Yeah, Robbo. I don't think I've ever seen Robbo have a bad, no. bad game for Liverpool. Um, but I from the thing is, it's all talk about like you said about Van Dijk and Gomez missing, but I don't I don't see them as a miss at the minute. It's our front. It's our front three is not missing anyone. It's not like Mane or Salah are out injured or they've had like a couple of niggles this season and you can see him being tired or whatever. But they've been together as a front three for a long time, and I just feel like they're starting to be not cracks, but it's just not uh, clicking from at the Mane moment. Sometimes stinks. you need a bit of luck, and it's just minute. not. Mane yeah, Mane stinks. Yeah. We all love Mane, but he's stinking. You know, if I had to say something, I think it's because they've got no one. There's no one there that they sort of. They don't have to fight for this place, sort of thing. You've got no one there to replace them. No. I think I think yeah, I think you are missing Jota though. Yeah, when no, when Jota Jota was banging form before he got injured. Jota should play. Yeah, and we've got to remember Mm. that Salah's still, I believe, top goal scorer in the Prem still. Oh yeah, a million percent. I'm not saying. No, I know, I know I know what you mean. They have had a rough patch recently where they've obviously they've been what ten shots on target in like five games or something. Yeah, it's just I just feel like there's just too much overplay with them at the minute. Um like final, like final word in the book. So I've got to talk about my yard because the top party. But I just feel like when it gets to the front three, there's been opportunities. I know you talk about like shots on target, whatever. I don't think it's that. We've created enough chances to score goals. It's just like we're missing them completely. We're not even like giving, like not even working the keeper or whatever. It's just like it's like 10 yards of a bar. Salah's been back to Mr. Greedy as well, I believe. Yeah. He does. I think I feel like he wants to take the old defense on. And sometimes I think, just hit it first time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas it'll take a touch and then he'll be like, right, he's coming onto me. I'm going to put it through his legs. And then this guy's going to be... You know, oh, with, yeah, the, um, you know with the way that Salah plays, right? Uh, you know when he first, I'm going to say, like, first burst onto the scene for us and he'd, he could easily beat three or four blokes, swaz it bottom bins, yeah, no, no dramas. Now, all of a sudden, I see him get the ball top at box and he's trying to pick out Marnie at the far post. I don't really get that. Uh, I don't yeah, understand why pretty... why Salah, our it, best uh, goal scorer, is trying that... to whip a ball in. Would you say that's more Klopp trying to bring the rest of them 
him into it? Or would you say about Salah trying to change his game to adapt? Um, I mean, is it, would, is that, does that seem like it's an instruction? I couldn't or? tell you what the, the bloke bags. I don't think it's goals an instruction. Like, I, just, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the the thing is that was I think that was an anomaly season. But you still can't. The second season, what it was twenty seven. Third season, what twenty five yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like, like it was twenty back. Top four in the Prem this season as well. So we can't really slander him too much. But there does some. I don't know. There's just some alarm bells ringing at the minute up front for Liverpool, which is. A bit it's, it's just it's just like every big team's just having the patches this season, and we're clearly having ours. I mean, City had this about month or two into the season. Uh, Man United didn't start great, if you remember. I think yeah. they didn't win, didn't win the first. This is the thing, though, isn't it? Chelsea started brilliantly, and fucking yeah. hell, we just lost like six games in a row, and it was just a nightmare. Well, I mean, we were talking about how Man City weren't clicking not long ago, and it looks like Liverpool are going for that patch. And I was ringing for fucking Pep's head. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, t- in terms of Man United, I was um, I was a bit surprised by how they set up actually. Um, they switched. I wasn't. Uh, with Martial playing left, left mid and Pogba basically playing right mid for the first 25 minutes and they were really poor first 25 minutes to be fair they couldn't get the ball which I was quite yeah, surprised had, by I thought they'd be more positive on the ball actually they had like 20% possession by like 20 minutes yeah. there, and it weren't very pretty viewing but, um, but they did what they needed to do going into the first, going into half time keep the score no one and you've got yourself a chance for the second half and uh, by the last 10-15 minutes we were pushing hard and we had a few chances where Rashford probably made a few decisions looked like tiredness for him to be fair because when he's getting caught by Fabinho yeah. he's, Rashford was yeah, poor, Rashford's he? rapid and he sh- you could just tell that he was clearly he was out on his he's offside so, five um, times in the first yeah. half Rashford that's more that was a start I've seen that's more times than anyone since Van Persie mm. was offside at times against Spurs in 2013. Well, I, I agreed with what, um, not soon as, um, Keane said that that was promising from there. At least they were getting in behind and like it says, it only takes like one good pass. Yeah, I do believe that, not that they lack quality midfield because obviously they've got Bruno and Pogba, but Bruno was off the pace. Pogba, were, Pogba was all right. But McTominay's not the kind of guy to be belting balls forward to him either. So no. if they were a bit quicker in midfield, he might not. Do you know what I mean? He might not. One thing I will say though, um, I am very, very reluctantly joining the Scott McTominay fan club. He's, um, he's a bit of a player. Yeah, me too. You're a bit of a player, mate. He was I shit yesterday, man. I do think honestly, honestly, Fred and McSauce were meant to be there to obviously make him more solid and. Just fucking Thiago ran round him. Yeah, but there, no, I, I don't think that's a fair comparison though, because fucking Thiago is arguably the best midfielder on the planet. One of, yeah, one of the best. Yeah, but I get told McSauce is top five in the league, bro, by United fans. <laughs> <laughs> top five for his age group. There's no one else that's his age that plays there. Yeah, true. I I know it's very cliche being a Scottish, but he just reminds me of Fletcher. Just like, what's he doing? No, that is a fair. I don't mind him. I'm not slating him. I, I just think like when I hear his top five and I go, really? No, he had a really good game against Leeds and then ne- the next game he was trash. He got dragged off to about 60 minutes. And I, I know he's quite a youngster. People forget that he's like a bit of a youngster there at Man United. So there's obviously years for him to improve. But I don't... Fred's, Fred's the one. Fred should be starting at Man United. So he's quite... He's, he's very pacing. He can, um, he can break which is really good for Man United's system with their counter-attacking play, but 
in terms of like sitting in there between the defenders um, next to McSauce, it just doesn't work. It just Fred, yeah. I'm really... One thing I w- one thing I will say they defended immensely immensely um, against. I know that we didn't create massive amount of chances. Shaw Shaw played really I thought, well. I thought Luke Shaw I was. was... Just my dad earlier, yeah. I know that I said why are they talking Shaw up at half time, but by the second end of the second half, I said that's probably why because he was actually brilliant. Uh, uh, to half. be fair, United fans as well because obviously the lineups came out and like they were like very shocked that Bai wasn't starting because he's played well in recent weeks. But Lindelof actually played well. He yeah, did his job. Maguire had a knock, didn't he? So there was questioning. Maguire looked untouchable. He was actually really good for mm. him. Yeah, he got a bit of an injury, didn't he, last game? So there was questioning if he would start. But Lindelof played well. I thought Maguire, I thought Maguire was a bit rash because I was going to say, I think that he's been quite well. I, like Under the radar, I think he's been quite decent from the last four or five games when I've seen him. He's not, he's not been his usual fucking rash self, but there was a few I, times um, where he I gave will... the ball away. I will say, uh, I think Oli Solchar's done well in sticking by him. Do you know, after all the shit... Yeah, the I Greece, said that to Joe. Yeah. It's done him massive favours that the manager's sort of been like, well, you are, you're still the captain and we're going to fucking stick by through all that. Played more minutes than anyone in Europe, plenty this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was a good point for uh, United. I think it's a bit of a lose-lose for Liverpool, if I'm totally honest with you. If, if we draw or... Of course it is, yeah, because you're still not yeah. going to... Fucking I don't, I don't know. You're not going to go clear, are you? <laughs> Four blanks in five, mate. Yeah, we've not won since Palace, have we? I don't believe. Um, if, if we, if we won a game time. that Thiago started? Yeah. Oh, no. That's Thiago's first goal. That first game at Anfield. Yeah, first, first game start. at Anfield, but he's, he played he played two, two prior to that, Anti, just away game. I think he started against Everton, didn't he? Uh, which we drew. Yeah. Didn't start against Chelsea. He come on at half time, I believe. He didn't believe play he against half time. Didn't, didn't play against Chelsea. West Brom. No. Did he play no, against West Brom? He's been out since that Everton game. Yeah, he played against Newcastle as well, but yeah. Whoa. It's fucking. I mean. Oh, can we touch on Bruno? Because he just stinks in big games, man. Yeah, he really yeah. does. I forgot we forgot to mention it. Also, Marshall. I know he nutmeg Trent, but fuck me. Man. <laughs> oh, he runs so beautifully, I, according oh to Ty. God, <laughs> I just don't get. I, that was one thing about Ollie, though. Like, yeah, he got a point and fair play to him, but that was a bit like, like, like I touched on about Man United. They made some strange decisions, like playing Pogba right mid and. Marshall played. Marshall's not played out wide on the left fucking ages, and there's a good reason for it. He's got no fucking reason to track back or anything. That's why I thought Shaw was that good because he literally had he had fucking um, yeah, no, well, Salah. Yeah, he had he Salah and Trent to deal with. I mean, to be fair, Trent did get some um, some decent balls in, but <laughs> fucking no one was on I the thought, end of him. I'm not gonna lie, I thought Trent was. Poor. I, I don't think I he was that, that bad. I don't. I, don't, I, don't think, he I was think I think three was but, but beyond bad. For all of them, yeah. I don't, I'm not. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they say. All your best chances fell to the wrong player as yeah. well. In Bobby, like, like the best chances you yeah. had, you know, you had a couple, but they all went to Bobby, and it's the wrong guy. But it was a it ended. There was a good result for City, weren't it? That's basically the moral of the story. City, you mean United? No, I mean City. We draw us drawing the Man United draw. It's a good result for City. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of City, might as well move on to it. Yeah, That's right. I mean, with, with, um, with the way that City are playing, I don't think they need any favours from us or United at the minute. No. They look fucking mint. Fucking they look mint, but 
but I still don't think that this. I still think the season's going to just dip and flow all this this throughout, and I still think they'll probably go for a patch. What we're going through and what Man United are going through. They've already done it. They've already had. The yeah, they've already yeah, had it's still yeah. a long way to go, man. I, I know, I this is the thing though. There's still when you look at the league table now. There's still sixty points to play for. It's fucking and our long, time. long way. I mean, if two teams above us lose and we beat someone, we're back. It, it, the the yeah, league, exactly. is so, the league is so tight. And the thing is, with City, City, City have to win their game in hand to go top. Then it's so, like even if they drew their game in hand, they're still not even top. Like we're talking about, them, like with six, the six points clear, and it's like, do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's, it's just the, it's the next six fixtures, mate. They're all they're gonna win them all. Their only hard game is you on this, like the seventh fixture. It's ticking over though, isn't it? But this is the thing. City, would you be surprised if they went somewhere stupid and just lost one nil? No, I'm not surprised by anything this season. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surprised by anything this season. I've watched us draw back to back against West Brom and Newcastle after a seven nil win. Um, you know what I mean? Nothing phases me. Done with. Done with football. Now I think we should touch on. Man City's goals. Shout out John Stones. Never scored for City. Bagged a brace, bless him. The the, the Barnsley Beckenbauer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking, man. All four goals City scored yesterday were all elite in like different ways, man. Like the first one, the oh, absolute De Bruyne cross. That KDB assists me. Uh, second one, Gundogan. He's probably been one of the most underrated players in the league this season. Fucking top bins. Um, what was the third? Third was left peg. John Stones again, which is like a striker's finish. It was outrageous. And then fucking Sterling was channeling his inner Dimitri Payet for a free kick. It was wild, man. That, part, that free kick was absolutely pang. Didn't have that in his locker before. Where's no, that come I from? Don't think, has he ever scored a free kick? Is that his first? I don't know, you know. I've, don't it's know. got to be. I don't think I've ever seen him take one. I no, I've, I've not. A free kick. Do you know what made the shock me most? Because when as soon as he hit it, I was like, why is he going far post? This is going wide. And it just fucking, the way that it just come round, that's just like, what the fuck? That is Bins as well, the highest calibre. Was that, was that the most on the rare goalkeeper in there? Getting beat just... Yeah, shipping four. To his side of a free kick. Then well, you always say you should never get I beat on your side of a minute. Kick. I said he was underrated and he shipped seven against your lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but well, no, none, of were any of none of them were his fault. None of them were his fault. That's the problem, though, isn't it? I mean, if you stuck him in, in a fucking back five that was all right, you can't be... Come on. If my grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. He has got Gary Cale, fucking the underrated man himself, Joel Ward, and et cetera, in front of him. So I will give, I will cut him some slack. I'll talk I, I think the massive reason for why City have been flying obviously in these last months um, it's how they've settled on a back four that's steadied the ship from I believe which they've been able to build on I mean I don't, don't forget they've not even got a forward playing at the minute they've got well, no he's, he's, this is what I mean they've had Gabby J who's pretty much been injured most of the season he comes in and out and they've not had Aguero now Aguero gets you 20-25 goals a season in all comps I mean you will get an injury but They've not had him more season, and they've been more solid, and now they're just clicking going forward. So, I don't, I can't see City not winning the league, mate. I really can't. Not at this point, anyway. Yeah, well, I. I'm oh, sorry, Paul. I, I, I think, I think oh, if I had to, if I had to back someone to win the league at the minute, I'd say City. But I still don't think, I still think there's going to be a time where they'll get on stock. Um, but you can't, you can't fault that back four of Diaz, uh, Stones. 
Cancelo was finally coming good. I think we all agreed that we all believed he'd be this player when oh, they signed Cancelo him. Play, Cancelo came on as a sub as a centre mid, which I thought was <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, which was yeah. really interesting. Um, I want to touch on something about Pep. Paul, can you remember when you were saying he seems like he's trying to figure out a way of a new way of playing football without a striker? I think, yeah. he's, figured, I think he's finally figured it out. He's playing he's like it, Kevin De Bruyne, playing he's like a false. Yeah, I think he's completed it. Playing Kevin De Bruyne is like a, a false nine, whereas the fucking front three forwards are all in front of him. The the, the fucking he just overloads play teams so well now. It's just like a new level, new level. I, um, I remember a, a long, long while ago. This was. When, uh, when Fabregas was at Barca, and I forget whether it was Pep managing them or not, but uh, Messi was out for about three weeks, and they played Fabregas as this sort of false nine. And I'd yeah. basically... Uh, honestly, yeah. remember, the guy was unplayable. A guy with oh, niche face, and he bagged hat-tricks for joke. That's the reason that Spain ended up playing him centre-forward, false mm. nine. Unreal. Mm. That's true. Nah, I mean, it's a fair comparison, Fabregas and KDB. They're both fucking... Both pull a pass out their arse when they need to. Some of the balls that Kevin <laughs> play, I mean, the weight of the passes, they're just fucking... It's like they've got missiles in a minute. Is that, uh, KDB. I mean, it's, it, it says a lot when Foden's your top goal scorer as well, with eight in all comps. Like, that's ridiculous, really, I think. And he's not he's not started regular like he started a lot more, uh, which I think we're all. Oh glad shit! About. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't think that he's starting every game. I think he's he's played Bernardo Silva a lot more this season. I think, even though I don't think they've got much out of him, um, I still think he's been no, doing a lot Bernardo more. Bernardo Silva's definitely been hitting a bit of a dog. Yeah, um, Ferran Torres has played well for him. Yeah, Ferran Torres played well when he came on. Actually, to be fair as well. I think I don't think I don't think Sterling's played that well this season. Apart from the last month, I think he's starting to finally. Um, well, get those goal con- contributions which he's done for the last two or three seasons. Um, I think he's, that's finally starting to show, which is probably why they've not missed the strike as much. So I think like the forward, the front three are getting into the goals, but um, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I have been really impressed. I don't think they've had many <coughs> hard games though. These last four or five weeks where they've been on a run. Um, yeah, but I think that I think they've needed that. Yeah, yeah, they needed that. Look, end of the day, we've all got to play the same game, so we're all gonna have fucking. Easy fixtures, oh, I so I know Gaz yeah. hates that term of they've had an easy run, but they have at the end of the day. But it's a really good well, result for them, especially with Man United and Liverpool drawing. Um, still got the game in hand, so they could go top, which is mental because I'm sure they were about eighth when they drew to West Brom about a month ago. Did they drew to West Brom like Christmas, a boxing day or something, or Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah, it was something like that. When it so, was just, it was just as Slav. Well, it was the game before Slav and Billich got sacked, so it went mm. around that time. So yeah. So, so we, um, Crystal Palace, I mean, I, I'm not a Zaha fan at all, but without yeah, like, Zaha, they, they are. The thing is, Crystal Palace are in quite a good position with Zaha, to be fair. Because, you know, if uh, there's no, as far as I can tell, there's no club who'd want to pay money for him. So no. he, he is, for uh, currently, whether he wants to be or not, he is at the best club that he could be. Because no club further up the league than Crystal Palace have got any interest in a, what, 28, 29-year-old Wilfred Jaha. No one gives a fuck. So, they're, Palace are in a really good position in that they can just play him for the confidence that however good he is, no one's going to take him off him. And he is their best player by miles. Yeah, it's true. I mean, when they bring in players like 
I know I was a fan of Batshuayi when he was at Chelsea, where he never really played, never got to fulfil his potential. But it's not it now, is he? I mean, no, it's well past it. Ben, when you put Ben Teke and Batshuayi up top again, when you four 0 down against Man City, it's not. You're not getting it, it, That ain't it. Yeah. That ain't it. Yeah, but like no. they're they're not going to be scrutinised for this result. Like ninety nine percent of teams, well, but I, they've had quite a lot of poor results in the last month. So I know Liverpool are in the same boat as City. You're not really bothered about losing to Liverpool, but they lost seven 0 at home. So, um, and I think they went to Villa and <laughs> did they lose? Did they go to Villa like a week later and lost three 0 or something? I mean, they are down there in thirteenth, but um, I think they're like three points above Newcastle. Summed it all beautifully last night, though. He says, well, our goal difference is bad, but we've had two 4 nils, a 3 nil, and a 7 nil. Yeah. So that's what's really been damaging us at the minute. But, I mean, you can they just haven't got the... They, they haven't got the personnel out there to sort of fucking try and edge their way back up. Well, yeah, but at like, the end of the day, they're going to finish 13th again. It's going to be the same season. Oh, yeah, I know. That, that's, no, that's absolutely... Fu- yeah. I think that's absolutely perfect for them. And with the players that they've got, that's arguably overachieving. But do you not think Palace fans would be like, well, hang on, look at the likes of Southampton. Last year, they were what? But they, were bot- they weren't the rock bottom after losing 9-0 or something. Likes of West Ham, always been near and thereabouts, aren't they? Around Palace, 15th, 17th. Pal- yeah. West Ham up to 9th. Villa finished a point, I think, was it a point or a goal off point over, relegation? No, the point off relegation. They're currently 10th for about four games in hand, could easily go second or third. And then, like you said, you've got the likes of fucking Palace. Just for the last four years, I've moved. You've well, There's a lot of players in that squad that haven't moved on. Their recruitment as well. I mean, yeah, they've got they've got Eze, which is a really good signing from him. I know they've got Eze. You know, they, this is the thing I always seem to think with Palace. You never see like any half decent defensive minded players wanting to go to Crystal Palace. You get like the decent attacker because you'd be like, oh, I'll go join him with the fucking Source FC. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, who did they get? They had Max Meyer, didn't they? Yeah, Max Max, Max Meyer did absolutely nothing. He was, supposed to be quite, he was supposed to be like a quite decent talent from, I believe it was Schalke they brought him well, from. Did, did they get, no, Cenk Tozen was Everton, weren't it? Yeah, they some other, did they get, Was it Sorloff? Yeah, he's killing did it now. He's at Red Bull Leipzig. No, he's killing it now, but I mean, when they signed him, he was a dud. Yeah, he was He was young though when they had him. He was like 20 when they had yeah. him. But yeah, in terms of defensively, they never get any really young... Like you can say that Aaron Bissaka come through the ranks not so long back, oh, and the season yeah, later he was got gone. Tyreek Mitchell, I know Tyreek Mitchell, they've got him as well at the minute. He seems half decent, but it's centre halves. They've always had that that yeah. like thirty plus centre half. It's like Sacco, never try and Gary get like Kale. yeah. Gary Kale's not bad. I don't mind no, Gary, Gary Kale. Kale's not bad, but I mean he's not good enough to. No, it's not a spring chicken. Not, not yeah, exactly. It's not a spring chicken. But it's been like no. a coyote, coyote alongside him a lot this it. season. Oh my he's god, the Kiyote, man. pavement centre back man. Yeah, and they've got Scott Dan, uh, Tomkinson from West Ham. I mean, do you know what I mean? They're just nobodies. They're just that average centre-back that's just what, one thing. Them. One thing you will say about every single name that you've said, though, they're too good to go down. And that's what... Yeah, Paris, but that's, that's what I mean. This is me that's saying... Your, this is... That's what Palace want at centre-half. They've not got ambitions of, you know, breaking into top eight. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, but that's what I'm they, saying. They, Why they, do they not they, have they, that when you've got the likes of Southampton above them? They're clearly pushing for that that Europa League spot and Villa are up there and West Ham are doing quite well this season on the Moyes of all people. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to go any further on the Roy Hodgson. That's my thing. Roy Hodgson's taking them as far as he can go. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There's a time where you're like, right, we need to move on. We've got some decent young players here in 
like I said, Tyreek Mitchell as a I know Zaha's not, not young, but he's a very good player. Um, who they got playing right back at the minute? Oh, it's Klein. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I just think that. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. I just think there's some decent players here that they can just bring in a young young manager, play some decent attacking football, and. This is the thing, yeah. I do think that they play the lowest block of all low blocks. Yeah, and just because, but it's because that it's because their back line is so bad. Yeah, they've got to because if they can't, imagine, play, can't play a high line with that team, they they never get yeah, imagine back. if they played a high line attacking football against someone like that, and you've got fucking Gary say, Kale chasing Sterling, you. Well, say someone like Sterling getting getting in behind, and you've got Cahill and Sacco doing the rounds. <laughs> it's not yeah, happening. It never end well, mate. But we'll be having this same conversation in two years' time. Roy will still be there. He looked knackered after that City game, mate. I think he, I reckon, I think he's got much left in him, mate. Uh, well, for, for him, for his sake, I hope not. Because I, I, I would like to see Palace make a change and, you know, give the league a bit of a fucking fight. But Very likely after that performance. Just before we move on, I know that Gutz had slightly been going under the radar, but I think he's been City's best player this season. Is that? Ilkay. Yeah, yes. Gundogan, yeah. He's been absolutely unbelievable. I agree. He's been sensational. Especially Chelsea, this last month or so. The Chelsea game, he was outrageous. The spin, the finish for the second goal was pain. Anyway, I mean, we've spoke all about Man City and Crystal Palace. We should probably move on to Spurs and Sloppy Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, Honestly, somebody really, really needs to just run a really hot bath for Chris Basham to gain it, mate. I feel awful for him. Having to chase after young Min Son for fucking minutes. I don't know how he did it. I feel awful for it. He, he, he should just be retired. Send him out to pasture. Let him retire happy. Pasture. Leave him, leave him to it. Because I feel awful for him. And you know what the thing was? I forget who was commentating, but it was fucking idiot, right? Because they kept talking about how, um, you know, Sheffield United are still playing this really... Stan Collymore. Well, yeah, well, they are. They're fucking idiot. Um he uh, was still going on about how Sheffield United play this really ex- exciting, expansive, overlapping, full, overlapping centre half type football. I think, Stan, have you have you watched a minute of them this season? Expansive, fucking <laughs> bollocks is what they are, mate. Turn it in. Explosive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they play, they, self-destruct. They, they, they asked Tim for all his notes from last year and going right. They played overlapping, <laughs> yeah. which they yeah. did. Yeah, they did that a lot last season, Stan. But this year, it's not kind of work. Not kind of work like that. This year, they're it's in the like fucking mud and they're not getting out. But instead of them all pressing people, they run away from them all. Well, I thought that them. was a better performance by him this weekend, though. Well, you know why we're saying that? I, I don't know. They got a goal whenever I was watching it. No, this is the thing. Because of what? Sorry, go on. So go on, Paul. Go this, on, Paul. This is blank. Hello. Can you see me, mate? I mean, I am well, here. I I'll promise. wait for you to say something, man. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, no, I was, I was here. Yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah, I, I was, you um, just froze. Go on. Yeah, I was, I'm just... Um, <laughs> we'll get him next time. Um, but yeah, I was... Um, <laughs> oh, he's got, he's got stage from... I was, um, I was pretty certain, right, that the oh, only reason why you've yeah, said... Yeah, that, yeah, the... the uh, 
You're not Amish, seriously. He's lagging. He's lagging badly. Right. I can't now. You're lagging badly. No, you're just started lagging out for a bit, mate. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they played that badly. But yeah, again, it care if they fucking play good or bad no more. They need points. And the if thing you don't is, points, I mean, we've not done a podcast since they actually beat Newcastle. Yeah, it's to get the up. first one of the season. Chris Wilder, mate, congratulations. Yeah. I actually like you. But that's June, yeah. like, they've obviously got the first win. I think they've had two draws for. They're on five points, aren't they? Yeah. So they had a win in two draws, which is mental, right? You're about 19 games in the season, aren't you? Something 18, 19, can't remember. But, um, they're almost halfway there to fucking Derby's record. So they've been piss poor, beyond piss poor this season. Uh, nothing like what they were last year. They're obviously going to go down, but to be on five points with only like six to go off Derby's record with so many games to go, it, it does actually put into perspective how bad the fucking Rams were that season, weren't they? Well, do you want to know an interesting one? The only game... Was Newcastle at home? Yeah. Newcastle. Uh, was it Newcastle home or away? Which is... Yeah. I think it was at home, but, which is mad. Now, I mean, I know that Arsenal and Newcastle are on right this minute. Uh, I don't know what the score is. So it just is. kicked off. It's no no problem. Yeah. But, um, you, sorry, I've lost my train of thought because I'm just thinking about how bad Newcastle are. Well, well, let's talk about... Uh, can you hear me again? Am I back in the room? Are you back? Oh, yeah. yeah, loving life. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did type out in the chat... Um, but uh, for some reason, it wouldn't go through. Chef, you aren't arsed anymore, and neither am I. <laughs> sure, you need enough, to know, mate. Yeah, uh, well, we'll touch on Spurs if you want, because I think they've had a bit of a dicky, dicky run of, not run of fixtures, but run of results recently. I feel like they've gone one nil up quite a lot and been pegged back and not <laughs> well, really gone for the juggler. But seeing the, the still from the Deli Alley little escapade on the all or nothing, fucking sitting back and defending. And hitting it long. I've not seen that. Have you not seen it? It's a it's a still from all or nothing. Deli Ali's took his top off, and it says underneath it, "Fucking sitting back and defending and hitting it long." <laughs> he's obviously kicking off about the result. Which maybe uh, yeah, I, I, I have seen not it. Playing, I but, have seen it. I mean, yeah, it's a fair, it's a fair point. It's a fair, it's a fair point because they do very much like to sit back and hit it long. I mean, I know it's prime Mourinho. I don't think it's... He's never been that bad, though. I've never seen his team be this negative. Like, even in the likes against Sheffield... Who was it? There was, like, Wolves at home or something, and they went one up, and, like, 10 minutes into the game, they were parking the bus. I was like... I know he's obviously got an Instagram now, but I don't know if he's been reading fucking tweets about himself from about three or four years ago, but... Mourinho's never been that bad at parking the bus. Like, it comes to about the 60th minute and have 15 men behind the ball... But I've never seen him as bad as this season. And the thing is, he got two of the most informed players in the league. And I think that's what's probably most, more frustrating for Spurs fans. It's because they believe that they've got a good enough team here to go out and kill teams off. I can feel like a broken record. I've mentioned this a thousand times in this pod, but I think it was at two. I, Sheffield United paid it back to 2 1. I thought, here we go. What, what's, what's Mourinho done? Put fucking 10 men behind board against Sheffield United. Can't fucking. Can't get can't score off uh, no more than well, two goals this season. I mean, it was inevitable that Ode Ron McGoldrick was going to bag against. Oh, the top fucking! Six. Oh, nine man when he was against the top six. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. To be fair to to be fair to him, I mean, I know we've all said he's fucking absolutely crap, but 
he's fucking worked his socks off this season and got absolutely nothing in return. And fucking McGoldrick. Didn't he score like one goal last season or something daft like that? No, he scored a brace against he scored a brace against Chelsea last season. Well, there you go. Everybody, season. everybody gets a brace against Chelsea, mate. I shouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, you get a brace, you get a brace, everyone gets a brace. I don't think he's been that bad for I don't think he's not been that bad, he's not been great, but like you know what I mean? He's got he's got goals in crucial games, so it's just resulting in absolute niche for him. Yeah, the thing is the thing is with with Chef you, right? I mean, you know if you actually you know if you can score five goals from this season, you're gonna look fucking mint. You just are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I agree. I, I do agree with that. I mean, do you know the thing that touching back onto Spurs, I feel like they're more their teams set up the way that Mourinho plays at the minute is because he knows that they're more dangerous on the counter attack. I don't think that I don't think they've got the players to sort they can't play a high line with the back four. Yeah, but I, I, I... I agree. I think the back four is really poor, apart from yeah, regular. That's, but that's what I mean. Re- um, regular has come on leaps and bounds. I think. I think he's been absolutely yeah, awesome. Sensational for him. Well, that's the, the they can't have what only one player in the back in the back four that can play a high line. I know, but you've got to think of the teams that Mourinho's played that kind of um, fucking te- that big bus in front of the oh, goal. He's done, it, he's done it with every team. Yeah, he's done it with every team, but he's always had like quite a decent centre half. So I don't think Toby Adderall was anywhere near what he was a few years ago under so Podge. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got Eric Dyer alongside him. It's just, I know he's got obviously got a lot of loyalty when being from Sporting and everything. Sporting was that, like, weren't he? Or Benfica? I can't remember. Or he's Paul. Um, so I know he's got quite a lot of loyalty in him, but he's not, he's not fucking nowhere near good enough to play centre half for Spurs. And I think that's where the downfall has been this season. I don't think a lot of teams, even though they are probably a, a bit afraid of their attack with Kane and Son, always getting in amongst the goals every game. But um, I think I think after, what do you call it? Uh, I think with the back four, I don't think teams are that bothered about them. I think they'll just run at them. And that's where I think they've been, they've been, sort, they've been found out a lot this season. Sorry to uh, interrupt you, Paul, but Chiz has just shared the... Uh... Shit, the Aubameyang missed the season. What's he done? Hey, I'll I'll pull it back up, Storm. I'll pull it back up, mate. Because honestly, Paul, I'd bag you. I'd back you to score from there. I mean that. I'm say I'll say that oh, with no, absolute score from, oh look, look, look at that. He's on. He's under bar and he's stiffed it. <laughs> he's taking your nine nine out of Where's back ball. Something else. If he's all right, <laughs> in it. He's just sort of about fucking sixty degree. I think. Just chipped it straight over. Good uh, but yeah, going back to the Spurs game, um, I think it's a decent result. Obviously, what's going on for Liverpool and Man United, but I really, uh, I really believe Tottenham would easily come top four this season. But uh, I can't see it. I really can't see it. I don't think. I, don't, I genuinely think Villa could easily finish above Spurs this season. Yeah, I really am impressed with Villa this season compared to Spurs. Um, I don't think Son and Kane are going to. Go for the entire season scoring or assisting a goal every game. It's not going to happen. And even a lot, a lot this season, they've not been, they've not been able to drag them out because the defence have been so bad. But a win, a win's a win for a minute, I guess. Obviously, that's Sheffield United away expected to win, but 
it's three points on the board for Jersey. I'm sure I'll be happy. Oh, yeah, I'll be delighted. We absolutely delighted with that. Mm. Now, do you, do you want to have a quick break before we carry on? I mean, yeah, three... go on. We'll have we'll just our two minute breaks. We'll get a drink. I'll yeah. come back. Yeah, we've got three games after this, and then obviously the, 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 the yeah, game, yeah. So. we're going to have a break, and uh, we'll be back soon. Keep it locked. We're back, back in the room, 64 Worms Club podcast. Hope everyone enjoyed that little break. Um, the next game that we're going to move on to is went, Chelsea, go on. The, the big derby. West London the big, derby, mate. The, the West London derby. We are, we, are, we are another man down, by the way. I think everyone's had a massive connection problems. We do apologise. Uh, we've lost yeah. first half for now, then we've lost his at half-time, so... Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll move, mate. It's just me, me, me and Storm back to back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Money Mace is all I've got to say. Yeah. Uh, the only player looked like he fucking wanted to do anything, to Mace be honest. Mace to Matt, It was a horrible, horrible game to watch. Yeah, I thought... Timo was fucking absolutely humdinging. He was only on pitch for like 20 minutes for it, eh? Oh my God, he's stung. He's still stung. Still stunk. He's now missed all fifteen of his big last of his last big chances for Chelsea. Yeah, it's a man who's lacking masters of confidence in it at the minute, and it's so strange to think that he's that caliber of player when you saw when you signed him. I did not think he would be a kind of player that would be stinking as much as he well, is at the minute. I said he'd be the one. I said at the start, if I had to pick one that's going to flop, it's going to be Timo because he's a striker, and we've got a terrible record with strikers. That's true. We've got an absolutely piss poor record with strikers. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter about Chelsea and Lampard picked the team with the Leicester game in mind. I mean, I f- feel like Hudson and Doy should really, really be starting a lot of at every game at the minute. He's, yeah. he's playing well for at the minute when he comes when he's playing. Every time he comes on. So think I'm hoping, God willing, that he'll He'll play against. Uh, he'll start against Leicester. I know. Sure. I know Wayne. Br- I know Wayne Bridge was on the panel, wasn't he, for the yeah, he was. Yeah, game. yeah, but I think I think I actually agree with some of the things he said. I've not. I've never heard him on Sky, but I think he come out with some quite decent bundles of garments, really. Um, which I was surprised by, but I think it was right to play Giroud. I think that obviously they were going to play a bit more of a low block than normal, and I don't think that aerial presence from Giroud would have been was was a good shout. Just yeah. didn't work from that game. Um, like I said, it's not always going to happen for you, but... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it sort of... It was sort of looked like a, a team from last season. Yeah, yeah, which, it did. Which the team from last season should easily beat Fulham anyway. But yeah. after the result that they got against Spurs, obviously, I was a little bit worried because... They've started to play a lot they, better, haven't they, this season? They've started, last they've started season. to play so much better. They've fully grown into the sort of the way that they're playing. And I think they'd have been gutted with the, with the 1-0 loss. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do. I think I think a draw is probably a fair result. Well, not a fair did, result, but I don't think they'd have been. It didn't help that they got the best player sent off. Yeah, I'm a mass, I've mentioned it many times. I'd love Robinson. I think he's an excellent left back. Um, I think it's really hard for the referee to overturn it when he's given the red. Um, yeah, I think some people will say it's harsh. I do. I do think it's a red card. I it's think coming at hard, some pace. I, I can. I sort of understand why it was given. Yeah, I it's mean, not like it's, it's slow when you, when you come off the ground and you're running full pace, you're not in control, are you? No. 
I mean, he is full pelt as well, and he's full pelt. And he do- I mean, if it had been a lot worse if Asbel Equator was grounded, but Asbel Equator sort of tried to dive over it. Yeah, which made which made it obviously look worse. Yeah, he like it about to land on his head. That's for quite didn't it? But that I guess that was the turning point. It was nil nil at the time, weren't it? When they got sent. Yeah, it was it was nil nil at the time. So uh, Mason Marks scored an absolutely absolute perler. Yeah, he always comes up good for you, mate. When you play him every I, game, he's gonna. Yeah, I bought this is the thing. People will be like, "Why does he start every single game?" I think I genuinely think his first name on the team sheet. I'm not even joking. I'm a big advocate for him. I've always said to you that I do rate him. I don't think there's think, anything wrong with him starting. He's, the, he's your most consistent player you've got in midfield. I'm in just that, in that attacking. very, very glad that we're not playing him fucking out wide or anything anymore. He's got his position and that's his... That's his not number eight, now. yeah. Number eight is where he's got to play. I was... Uh, I, because um, Kante was suspended, I was a little bit surprised not to see Billy Gilmore. Yeah, However, you said to me, I didn't do, you? You're surprised. I do, thought, I do kind of understand it now, looking back at the game, because Billy Gilmore may be sort of lacking that sort of edge to try and win them games where we do actually need to win the games, because he's not played a lot of games for us, has it? Like, we know he's got quality. No, over the last like six or seven months, you've not seen a lot of him, have you? No, exactly. But he's not the joy. Well, he's, he was injured for a long period of time as well, so maybe that's... Yeah, that's to probably not helped, no. Just to... It's just a fucking such a strange situation because obviously we've got absolutely we've got quality all over the pitch well, on the bench more than more more than anything. Yeah, I mean, obviously just, not this season. There's a reason why they're on the bench because they've not been nowhere near what you expected them this season. But yeah. it's not some bad not bad names to come off the bench when you've got Havertz and Timo Werner and um, obviously you've got like you said you've got Kante missing. You've got Reese James not even playing at the minute because he's injured. Yeah. So like you said, it's all right, it wasn't a great performance from you, but you got the job done, like you said. It you was a must. It, I think it was more of a must win for Lampard. Yeah, it'd have been really sticky for me if they'd have dropped points. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like apparently I've seen some things saying that his team selection was sort of more like my job is sort my job safe because if if his job was on the line, he wouldn't have. I don't think he'd have picked a team that was anywhere near that. No, I think, like, it, I think it's know, surprising he's not playing Werner consistent. Now, even though I know Werner's stinking, but obviously as you. Well, no, this is the thing. But I, this this is the thing. My thing with Lampard, I think fair play because he's not he's not scared. No, to no, me. I agree. I, I think it's a positive that he's not playing him because he's not yeah. scared. Like you says, he's like I don't care how much he's paid, how much he paid for him. At the minute, he's not fitting in my team. I can't have a striker that's stinking out and not scoring. I know, and it was. I never thought we'd get to the point where we're fucking going four four two, but it happened. It, it finally. Well, it's happened. nice, nice for him to go away from that four three three, isn't it? End it day. I mean, it never goes away from it, does it? That is one criticism he's had a lot. He doesn't like, doesn't like he's got anything. Doesn't like he doesn't know how to do well, that. Shall I mean, we say? Because he's the thing is though, people are like, why don't you go back to the four two three one? But why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? But. The, the times that we played the four two three one, we just looked crap. I mean, we've played the... I think we've done it twice where we've played well. It's when we beat Sevilla 4-0 when Giroud scored all four. Yeah, yeah. And I think there was a game early in the season. I think it was like Sheffield United that we played four two three one as well. But... Yeah. It's just a bit... It's, it's really you strange. Very well. I think... I think I've mentioned it before, Tiana, but I think the Burnley game away was your best that performance was in the league. Yeah, that, that was a... Really- Best three, three, weren't it? Where you had Havertz yeah. and Mount as your two eights, and then you had Kante behind him. 
um, yeah. which he's not gone back to. Her, we, were, though, so. yeah, we were incredible. Yeah, I know it's Burnley well, away, but you played very well. Yeah, I mean, we needed the win. And we need to now start knocking on. And I, fingers and toes crossed, Tuesday, tomorrow night, we beat Leicester. Well, like I you mean, said, you've got that, you've got that top, what you're saying, eight, top eight, top nine, that are so close together. Um, yeah. And well, it's going to start break. It's going to start breaking away at some point of the season. You don't want to be one yeah. of those guys that falls we, away. Yeah, we don't want to be the ones that fall away. So we we need to pull our fingers out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like making excuses for us. We've been absolutely terrible. Yeah. We have been horrendous, haven't we? I think you've been let down. I think you've some majority of your signings, your forward signings, shall we say, apart from Ch. Let you down. I think Pulisic has formed last season, not seen anything like that this season. Oh, no, not um, at all. I, I don't. It's the problem is with stuff like that, though. I mean, it's because the whole team's not been performing. It's very hard to find yeah. form when your team's not consistently performing. So, it's not that the Chelsea have got, got the quality for it, though. Yeah, we have got the quality for it. And I mean, it's all right, people saying, well, Lampard don't know how to organise a team. Well, we went on a fucking 17-game unbeaten run at the start of the season. Fucking yeah. no one could get near us. And I know we were playing, like, we weren't playing the best teams, but Still the, confidence, the confidence was there. So uh, yeah. it's just fucking, it's got to come. Credit to um, Fulham, though. I mean, they, they actually took the game to us. Scott, Scott P might even, do you think he could save them? Um. I don't really know who's going to... I mean, if you'd have said at the start of the season, I'd have put my house on West Brom and Fulham going down, but they've not got... They haven't got a bad... They've not got some bad players, really. I think Sam's a bit of a warrior because I know Sam's, like, renowned for keeping all these teams up, but I do genuinely think Fulham have got more of a chance to stand up than West Brom, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I genuinely do. I do think that he's finding, like, the players that he wants to play instead of all the players that he had gone last season. Um... Aaron Geeson playing really well at the minute. And, um, yeah, Aaron Geeson, yeah. Quite decent. Like a nice, nice little coup for them. Um, and they've got well, the Anderson playing centre-back as well. Looks quite yeah, a decent player yeah. as well. But um, it's going to be tough for them. They've not started too great. Neither West Ham, they've got a lot of... Still some catching up to do, but it might help that the fact that Newcastle have not got away from the, uh, from the relegation zone. Neither have Brighton. They've been quite poor. So it's not like they're a million miles off. No. So... We'll see. Yeah. Well, the next game on the uh, agenda. Sorry, I'm just unlocking my phone. Leicester climbed to second. Yeah, good result for him. Um, Two no win against Southampton, and Southampton were without Danny Ings. We were lad. Yeah, they were. Um, Which sort of epitomises what Southampton kind of. They're pretty blunt without him, aren't they? Because it's happened a couple of times this season now where they've not had no Danny Ings where he's been injured and they've come up short. Yeah, they've... Oh, uh, excuse me. They've, um, the last like, four or five games, they've been very low-scoring games. I know they obviously beat us 1-0, which was a massive result for them. And could have taken a lot of... A uh, lot of wind out of the cell. Not wind out of the cells, but you know what I mean? Like, it could have took a lot out of them, that game. Yeah. It was obviously a massive result for them and they worked fucking 90 minutes. Like I've not seen any team this season, but um, I've been, I was quite surprised actually because I do think Leicester have had a quite a poor home record this season. So I wouldn't wasn't I wouldn't have been surprised if Southampton did get a win. No, I was see I I, I had a bet and I did did choose the Southampton win because I thought they've been playing really well recently, but I didn't actually realise that they didn't have Danny Ings. Yeah, oh, it's a massive factor to your team, like you said, he's the he's a talisman at the end of the day. And, 
There he is, definitely. Um, I think Che Adams started really well this season, but I think he started to die off a bit. I've, I've seen well, I, don't, of... I don't think he plays. He didn't play well when Danny Ings is there. No, he's not got a man to link up with. They very much come as a two, don't they? Yeah. Well, that 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 consistent four four two 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 formation that he's played for a long time since that Leicester game, basically last season when they lost nine zero to him. But um, yeah, I think it, I think Arsenal will be a bit bit disappointed. Um, but Madison, I mean, touching on his goal, lovely finish from him. He's, yeah, I very I fucking love them finishes in the box, high and hard. Yeah, roofed. He's got no. Hope. Yeah, um, obviously no since since he's come back from his injury, he's played really well. Um, and he's starting to play regular uh, in that, yeah. that that number ten role that we're all familiar with. Um, so I, I've, I've been really impressed with him. I know that I put him in my fantasy team, so I know he's scoring and doing well. So, but I think he's took less, not to another level, but they look like a more structured team when you've got Harvey Barnes playing left and you've got Madison in behind Vardy because Vardy's goals have dried up a bit recently as well. Well, he, uh, he limped off at the end of the game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So there's a, there's, a, there's, a little, there's a bit of hope. Yeah, you've got, you've got, is it Chelsea? You've got them away? We play, we play them at King Power tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. So that, like, they're, they're a team, though, that do, do, even if Fardy doesn't score, their system is massively built around him. So when he's missing that team and you've got Elianacho coming in, oh, I don't think it's anywhere near the quality that Vardy is. Oh, Ayanacho. But right, so I remember seeing an article about Ayanacho, right? And whenever he plays for the Nigerian national team, and a lot of people in Nigeria always say he's he shouldn't be played as a striker anyway. Apparently, they all see him as a number ten. Apparently, yeah. he plays he plays number ten for Nigeria. He's much better at it. It sort of shows. I know he went on like when he was at Man City, and he what he scored like ten goals his first ten touches or something like that. Yeah, it was when. Him and Rashford come through at the same time, didn't they? And yeah. I think I think Ilinacho had like eleven shots and scored nine of them or something after I, I yeah. remember that. I don't yarn about. But obviously sure. they've gone completely but, different but ways. Obviously now the 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 the, the, the I can't get my words out. The gap in quality is massive compared yeah. to Jamie Vardy and the rest of the strikers that they've got. Is Islam Slamani still on the book? I think he is. I think he came back and I think he played a game at the start of the season. I believe it was in a cup game. Because I remember watching him thinking, what the fuck's he still doing on books? Yeah. But, uh, um, Harvey Barnes, now that he has fucking sorted his scoring out, yeah. he's starting to look like a nice little player, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, I've been really impressed with him this season. Yeah, I right, have well. touched on him a lot in this pod, but... I, 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 it's his pace that like completely surprises me. I, I know he's a quick player, but like he's absolutely rapid. Yeah, like, I didn't really. realize until like this last like three or four months when I watched him, he's he's so quick. Like whenever he's like he's one on one with a defender, like it's like they've got no hope. Uh, and like he says, he, he started to sort out his finishing, which is obviously helping him out a lot more. Yeah, I, think I always go back missed. to this thing. What I've seen where he missed a few big chances in a game. And they got up his, I think it, they got up his conversion rate, and it was about six percent. This is before he'd started scoring on his run, and obviously yeah. now this season that was his tenth goal that he'd bagged. So yeah. now, I mean, now he's upped his conversion rate, started getting himself on the score sheet more consistently. I mean, he's not the, he's not like a super super young player. How old is he? Like twenty three. He's twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, twenty three. So he's still got a massive career ahead of him. So yeah, he's definitely one to keep an eye on because he has been. Playing out of his skin. Another one that I really like for Leicester is um, Yuri Tielemans. I know you're going to say Yuri Tielemans, mate. 
doesn't have a bad game, does he? Bagsman. He's another. He's, he's, he does. He's very similar to Ilkar Gundogan in my eyes. Very easy. Never. Very really like uh, gives away the ball. Yeah. And like he plays in his slippers. He's not like the quickest of players because he's quite oh, young. To be fair, he was. He, oh yeah, he was the ultimate wonder kid, weren't he? On. It was like the first superstar wonder kid that it was like everyone bought manager, FIFA, yeah, we're going to get this guy. We was paid like 50, 60 million pounds when he's like 17 or something. Yeah, it was when he was at Anderlecht, weren't it, before he went to Monaco. Because yeah. everyone was very surprised when he went to Monaco. I remember because Monaco were like next to nobodies at the time. It was like probably and two years were, after. They weren't great. Were they? But Leicester got him. Leicester's first thing was a loan deal, weren't it? Did they get him on loan? And yeah, I believe so. They got, and they got him quite cheap as well anyway. They paid like 40 mil for him, I think, didn't they? But he's been a very good player for him. Um, he has been brilliant. I mean, are they still missing Soyuncu as well? He's starting to come back, but he's not getting in the team, is he? Because Fafana and um, Evans are playing regularly. He, come, he, he came on for Fafana. Uh, against Southampton because he got injured. Fafana oh, really? did. has been injured. Oh, I didn't even clock that. No, Fafana's got injured this week. So yeah, Soyuncu come... came back in. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Another one that I'd like from Leicester. I know we keep talking about Leicester, but uh, is it Justin right back? Yeah, he's played very well. Really I think he's played left back a lot this season as well. Yeah, he's been. I think he's been very versatile. Quite a. I mean, I know it bodes the England right back cross, and it's not going to brush any of the main right backs out. But he has been—he's been really good. Yeah, it's a good option. To, it's a good option for a left back as well because I think that's where we struggle more than anything, and he's played very well for him there as well. So, we'll yeah, see. I feel like this. Another thing I know, me and you have touched on it plenty of times about Southampton. Like it sort of bodes to the 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 actual when you go through the team. Yeah, it's. It, like everything needs to work from to get results. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, as soon as like one player has a bad game, it's like it, they, they look quite short. However, I mean, I will. I know I, I know. I always used to say that Oriel Romeo was garbage, but since he's gone Southampton, I think he's been nothing short of class for him. Yeah. However, he is also out injured, and I do feel like they are missing him a lot. Yeah, they've had that. Is it Diallo playing at his position? Is it yeah. Diallo playing there? Yeah. But yeah. it was it was not a great it's not a great result for Arsenal, but I don't think you'd be too disheartened by it. Leicester away, it's not it's not an no. easy game. Um if he I think Arsenal results, is, sort of, is, is not the kind of manager to get ahead of himself either, is he? I feel like he knows his place. Sort well, of anything, anything for him is a bonus in it. What happened with him last season and losing yeah, nine against yeah. Leicester? I mean, he's, he's probably got the safest job in the league at the minute. Yeah, he probably has. I agree, he probably has. Do you want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. I mean, we've only got one more main game to speak about, what I've got wrote down, and it's uh, the Big Sam Masterclass in the uh, Black County Derby. Yeah, this this game did make me laugh. I didn't watch it, unfortunately, but I, I it, the chat made me laugh watching it because I know when they were 2-1 down. So they were one well, nil, West Brom went 1-0. Well, when they were 2-0 down, I, two one. Two one down, I went for a shower because I thought this game is wrapped up, bodied and done. Yeah. Come downstairs, Libby's not facing the TV straight and right. And I was like, have you been watching this game? She's like, no. Why? I was like, why didn't you shout, mate? 3-2. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Well, that's when it was 2-1, weren't it, where um, Fats was like, big Sammy, what's he done? Oh, I, can't remember what he's ex- I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm paraphrasing, but he's fucking killing me when I'm reading it. And then obviously, like, 10 minutes later, I think West Brom scored, like, two goals in, like, space of three minutes or something. I was like, what was you saying? But uh, 
But massive well, result for him. That I know. My, I know Wolves haven't been anywhere near what they were the last two seasons. Um, it, that makes me so much more annoyed that we lost to him at home. Yeah, that's what I mean. This, they, they've turned into a very, very inconsistent team this season. Very inconsistent. And there's a reason why they're down like, with the likes of Palace and Newcastle at the minute. Yeah. It's just, it, well, it's just, they've got no focal point. I mean, Gok was like, you hate Fabio, that Fabio Silva. I don't hate him. I just don't think that he, he's obvious, He's not a Raul Jimenez. No. They need, they need Raul Jimenez focus. is a very, very high-quality striker in this league. Very, I mean... Do you know what I mean? If he was full, fully fit at the minute, Wolves would probably be nowhere near where they are. And it's nothing against oh, no. Fabio Silva. He's an no. 18, 19-year-old wonder kid that's been signed. Obviously, there to replace Raul when he goes. Not to be replacing him straight away and expecting to be an impact instantly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he got his first... I think it was his first league goal, weren't it, for Wolves? It was, I think it was his first home goal, I want to say. Scored already. It, and it, it, was, it was... Did you see the goal? No. It was a really good goal, actually. Yeah. So he received the ball facing away from goal, used his little bunder to fucking shrug yeah, off. Yeah, I do remember you saying that. One round and popped it bottom bins. It was actually a really nice goal. So, yeah, it, it obviously been buzzing with that, but obviously not the result that they'd have wanted. No, um, definitely not. I mean, Big Sam will be up. Well, I say he'll be over the moon. He's a Wolves fan at heart, isn't he? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sure he'll be a part of Bravo in celebration. Yeah, definitely. Part of, part of what Pina Grigio <laughs> and a couple of escape bakes. Well, in terms of the relegation scrap, I mean, it's an absolute massive three points for them. I know I mentioned that Fulham are, um, are surprising me a bit and playing a lot better football and West Brom, West Brom have got some quite decent results this season, a lot, lot more than I expected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, with the likes of Brighton, I mean, we'll touch on Brighton in a minute, but Brighton also got a massive win for the relegation zone. So, relegation scrap, well, this so. is the thing. So, obviously, you take Sheffield United out of the equation, the, the sort of the gap sort of like coming down to it now. So, yeah. what like I think it's is it West Brom 11, Fulham 13, Brighton? Okay, nope, no, yeah, it's uh, so you've got um, Palace on 23, Wolves yeah. on 22, uh, Newcastle on 20. Um, Brighton on 17, uh, yeah. Burnley on 16, and then Fulham West Brom are on 12 and 11. So West West Brom are on uh, eight points going into the weekend. So massive three points from yeah. mentally. Yeah. West Brom haven't been that bad, and Sheffield United have been dreadful. But going into that fucking game, they would have been three points above Sheffield United. So, yeah. like he says, the Burnley have been down there uh, from the majority of the season. Brighton have never been able to pull away, even though they've got eight draws. Yeah, they've just not been yeah. able to. Uh, convert him into How win. did Burnley manage to finish like ninth that season? I don't know. I've said this. I said a lot. Well, I predicted them to go down tonight this season, and we're only four points above Fulham. The biggest problem that Newcastle and Wolves and um, Brighton have got is that Burnley and Fulham both have got two games in hand over them. This is the problem with this season. This is what I'm worried yeah. about about Chelsea as well. Like, we're nothing. We don't. We can't seem to catch a break with this COVID stuff. Like get. Everyone else seems to just be getting games pushed back. It's just, it's, it's a bit of a mad one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like catch twenty two. I've always said it's, I've always said it's difficult, isn't it, with game with your games in hand. It's like, it's all right. Like I touched on the City game. All right, City are two points off top. We're game in hand. Now, yeah, theoretically, it's like, oh, you win your game in hand, you're good top. And then what happens if you don't? 
Do yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like the top. And if someone, the thing is though, yeah. So then they lose that game and someone else wins, then they drop down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden, City could sit in two games time. You could go, well, they're they could go a point above top now. In two games time, they could easily be like sixth for seventh looking in this league, and it's the same in the relegation zone. Brighton obviously got a massive win against Leeds, but they've got two games on top of Burnley. They're only a point behind them. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So, um, and it's all right for Burnley going out. We're 17th, but we've got two games in hand. Lose both for them. You're in the same situation. Yeah, and exactly. you've had your two games in hand. So. That's what, that, I know like, fucking people... And that sounds dead obvious, so Michael Owen comment to say for saying that, but I know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we've got two games in hand, but we're all right. It's like they think that because they've got two games in hand, they've got six points coming. No, the case. Yeah. no, I don't work like that. I mean, I know people laugh at me for saying it, but that's why I've still got a bit of faith. Yeah, because obviously I know that you've got, you've got more games than any of them around you. Someone said, someone put it quite well, what I've seen in the video, and it's saying, well, in this league, this season, you only have to win three games and you're title contenders again. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I agree. And look, I've always I've always rated Villa massively, and like, they've got so many games in hand now because they've had so many unfortunate fixtures where I think they had, I can't remember that, they've got like three games in hand on. They had Man City, they were supposed to play fucking, who else were they supposed to play? Yeah, Newcastle, Newcastle. Yeah, so they've got three games in hand on top of uh, on on uh, top of the league, United, and they're on twenty six points. And it's like you win them, and you're what two points off top. But if you don't get anything from them, it's like the sight in tenth. And I've been bigging them up for fucking ages, saying, "Oh, they'll be top four. Do you know what I mean? I'm very much here to see uh, Aston Villa in the Champions League. I'm I am. Like, I am massively. I love. You, honestly, I used to absolutely hate Villa, but Dean Smith this season has just got that just made him that shot him into stardom almost. Yeah, the thing is with them, they they're like they play this not the same football as um, Southampton, but they play very a very attacking football, and it's like consistent. They don't like change play because they're against like a Liverpool or a Man United no, or whatever. They play consistently. I mean, the, the directness that they're able to pull off of the players that they've got is really yeah, and and end of day they've actually got decent players in in positions as well. Like whereas you could say Southampton have got some average players that are overachieving under Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, Is there any other game you want to talk on, or would you? Yeah, I mean, we we've got to touch on. We don't need to touch on West Ham Burnley, do we? No, it's a, it's a good it's a. It's a good result from like it still keeps it's a good result top for West Ham. Him. I mean, West Ham are still up, uh, they're still basically sorted where they should be for the squad that they've got right now. Yeah, I, I don't think they've got a bad squad as well. I think they've got no, some decent yeah. players in there that have played well this season. We've not obviously we haven't done a pod since they've got rid of uh, Sebastian Haller as well. Yeah, he's gone to Ajax, hasn't he? Ajax, uh, his first three games for Ajax, I'll say assist first game, goal and assist second game, assist third game. Yeah. No. Bit of a different league, though, isn't it? Let's face it. I know, obviously, I know it's a bit of a different league, but it it got made pretty apparent by Premier League panel. Shout out, Premier League panel. Yeah, uh, big, they're, big they're, playing, they're, in, they're instantly playing to his strengths, where it's not a it, he's not a target man. Well, it's, it's funny. Sort of it's like, funny you should mention him actually, because obviously, um, Jovic has gone back to uh, Frankfurt this this week, hasn't he? Uh, he scored two goals from Madrid. We all thought it was an absolute ball before he went. I think he scored 30 goals in the season, then he threw him yeah. the year before he went. Scored two goals in the next amount of games for Madrid. He's had his first game at Frankfurt. He scored, he scored two, two goals. goals in 28 minutes, I believe. Yeah. So he scored as many goals in his first game as he did for the entire. And they're not just like, this isn't just like tappings. They're absolute. Oh, his finishing was ridiculous. But that's I mean, the thing, you have problems like that, don't you? You, have, you get players that are like, 
Well, yeah, you um, get players that get blinded by big teams coming in for them. I mean, I, Luka Jovic would have arguably been better going to like West Ham. Yeah, because, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Obviously, because he's at Obviously, Frankfurt and it's like his, the team is built around him in a way. He's the yeah. one that's scoring all our goals. Well, the thing is, though, Frankfurt haven't had that many ins and outs since you've gone. So it's all it, it, what's what's the winger's name? Is it Kostic? Yeah, Kostic he was the first there, yes. person that went straight over to him when they scored when he scored a finger because he assisted one of them, and it's like he'd never left. It looked like they'd never left. Yeah, well, they had Rebic as well, didn't they? They had a front three, didn't they? Of Rebic, um, Jovic, and, and Haller, and all three yeah. of them went in the same window, didn't they? Obviously, Rebic has been really good for Milan since he's been real. Yeah, it was strange that both both strikers who had such an impressive season two years ago have gone back. Well, gone out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see because he, he was absolutely unbelievable. So he, he probably needs... To, and he's not he old at all either. Go back, you know, go back to Frankfurt, have another season where, well, have another season and a half or so where you're bagging again and then plan your next move to somewhere better than fucking Real Madrid where you're not going to get left to rot on the bench. Exactly. Exactly right. I mean, the last thing we should probably touch on is the fact that Leeds now got halfway through the season and what's happening? They're fucking falling apart again. Yeah, I think um I I'm still I'm still a fan of how they play. I'm not like a fucking massive fan of it. I'm not one of the guys that go oh, they play amazing football. It doesn't matter if they lose nine nil. It, it does. But I've always gone by the fact that Leeds have played attractive football against teams they should lose. And they've gave them a good game. They've gave some teams a good game. Obviously, the Man City game was one of the best games this season. Yeah. And it was a one, only one all. Um, but they've always actually done really well against teams that are below them, and they've always beat teams that they should beat. And obviously, when they, you've got Brighton at home, they're the, they're the kinds of teams you go well. It's all right playing this attractive football against the big teams and not getting anything. But these are the games you need to pick up points. Yeah, so I think Bielsa will be massively disappointed with beat, with losing to Brighton. Who, like he says, have been struggled to win. I think they only got three wins this season, Brighton. Yeah. So, well, two well, wins that game. See, I, I do, I agree with what you're saying about the, the Leeds thing. I'm not, re- I won't say I'm a big fan of the way that they play football because I think it's, it's, there's that, there's been loads of games where they've just been exploited and easily exploited as well. Yeah. However, obviously, when it works, it, it works well. But, yeah. Brighton just seemed to, I don't know, the Leeds couldn't get a four. I watched it. I actually watched the whole game and I, I thought it was... Yeah, I remember you messaging me saying you watched what it. Re- yeah, what really interested me was sort of the way that Brighton actually took the game to them. They was like, yeah. all right, I mean, if you're going to play this man-to-man marking, then we're just going to overload the box and throw it literally everyone forward and see, just beat you at your own tactics sort of thing. And a great part of it, spot on. The, Brighton defended like absolute heroes. Uh, we all laugh at... It was it Dan Burn, the six foot seven beast. Six foot seven half power, Roberto Carlos. England's yeah, Roberto Carlos. The last game against Wolves getting absolutely mullered by Thinger, but he, he was an absolute unit against Leeds. He just fucking made the penalty. I know, I defended him. I know we, we I've always defended him. I don't think he's a left back, but like No, he's not a left back. Potter's always, Potter's always choosing him. He's always he's like used him. Back. Yeah. He's always used him and he's always got faith in that system where all right, he's a Lanky left back that hasn't got a lot of pace, but it kind of works in that system. Obviously, when you're against Troy, that was bad on Potter's part. He obviously should have never been playing that game because he was going to get destroyed. Um, I mean, Adam Troy destroys most left backs, never mind people that can't run. Yeah, but, um, but I'm not surprised that Brighton have won because I, I like Gook said a lot, they've got 
they play some good football under him, but it's again all style, no substance. They're, yeah, they're fucking XG merchants, aren't they? Yeah, and like you said, they've not been able to go over the line because it's that lack of quality in front of goal. Where in that Man United game, if you've got better forwards, then they comfortably win that game the way they played. Yeah, it's just it's just finishing off those moves. I mean, and... I don't know them because they, they haven't really got bad. They haven't got a bad squad. No, they haven't got bad, but there's a level in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there is, yeah, I suppose there's well, a level I, to it. I've got to say, uh, Ben White was absolutely incredible. He was you're not going to mention that uh, the best centre back in the league for our guest if he's listening, Mr. Dunk. What? Mr. Dunk, famous Mr. fabulous Dunk. Lewis Dunk was good, but Ben White was fucking. He was utterly brilliant against Leeds. He even he even almost pulled off a Kurt Zuma. <laughs> did, a, did a nice darting run, couple of stepovers, and spooned it wide. I think as much as I, obviously, I'm not a massive admirer of Potter, but I do, I do like how they play. And I know it's always yeah, been a little bit Potter, but at the end of the day, Potter's not a mass. He's not got a massive reputation, and neither of Brighton. No, they're never gonna, they're never gonna have players that are gonna, they're gonna bring in and people go, wow, I can't believe Brighton be able to get that. They're always gonna have to stamp. They're always gonna have to stick by getting players that can, you know, I mean, pick them out from little teams like obviously getting well, Basuma from. Uh, the French league, like from I don't know where it's from, but I know it wasn't a big team. No, but they um, they've just tied down Tariq Lamptey though to a new five year. Yeah, year. I read that yesterday. Yeah, that's a really good sign. That's, that's a really good that's a huge shoot for him uh, with no release clause either. Apparently, so that that means they, they obviously I feel like they've done that to know that he probably might leave in a few in a couple of years, maybe a few years, but they'll be able to get some decent money for him because he'd uh, be nice to see him when he finally gets back to full fitness because. He was absolutely. He was meant for him against Newcastle. That's when they got injured, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He's been very. He was very good at the start of the season. He, like he says, he's been been out for a while now. I've, I've yeah, got him yeah. in the fantasy team as well. He's not been in for ages. No, it was Saint Maximum that injured him as well. He's also been out for Newcastle for a long time as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't think he's played tonight, has he? No. But I mean, that's everything we've got to touch on for this week's podcast. I yeah, we've, we've lost a couple of men in the uh, in the waking of it. I know we've got a lot of people available for next week and uh, it'll be fun to have some faces on we've not seen in a while. Yeah, we're um, the next episode that we're going to do is uh, we've all got to listen back to the first podcast that we did and uh, laugh at all of our predictions. It's the mid-season review. I'm trying to think how mine are. I don't think mine aren't that bad. Oh, mine are so bad. I don't think, not, I don't think many have Man United. We're not going to spoil it, but I'm sure not many have Man United top four, so that might be where we've all gone wrong. Mark, yo... I had Sheffield United ninth, man. Yeah, let, let's save it. Let's save it because it's not going to be as funny as it. Come on. Let's save it. But, but that's everything from uh, me and Paul. I mean, shout outs to Gook and Sis for, frequent, for uh, frequently, partially joining us for the podcast. <laughs> it's been a pleasant evening. I hope you've all enjoyed listening. And this podcast will be out midweek. I mean, yeah. obviously, you'll be, be out Wednesday, I believe. Be out around Wednesday, and we're going to be recording the mid-season review on Friday, hopefully out Saturday. So, fingers crossed, everything goes to plan. We get everything out. We'll be on YouTube as well. You can hit the yeah. fucking links in the description, all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Hope you've had a good podcast and safe. Safe, safe.